Hey guys, if you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone. That's all you need or from your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast, and it's all in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, that sucked. That was horrible. And you're probably wondering, wait, where's John Schaefer? He quit. He's had enough. He said, F it. He's after last night and then tonight, John Schaefer has quit the wrap-up show for tonight. So, Ben Fadden, thank you for joining me. Appreciate you, as always. Um... That was not good, man. That was not good. We're going to get to all of your chats loaded up right now. This is a therapy vent session of the wrap-up show uh, with me and Ben Fadden. Again, John is, he quit. He quit for the night. So we're just going to have fun, and we're going to just vent for the next hour plus. Uh, again, if you want to send in a super chat, that'd be much appreciated. You don't have to. Only thing we ask is you subscribe to the channel. Hit that little subscribe button. Hit the thumbs up button. We are all good to go there. So we'll start with this, Ben. Um, looks like that team meeting didn't work today because this team was just as sloppy as they have been for the last month. Yeah, I wonder who was at that team meeting. Well, who do you I, think I, showed up? Who do you think showed up? I uh, I think Cronenworth is at the team meeting. Um, I think Joe was at the team meeting. He's at, he'd be at everything regardless. No more um, showed up. Yeah. No more Mazzara showed up. Um, let's see here. Who else probably showed up? Um, the bullpen did not show up to the team meeting today. No, not, not at, all. at all. No, no. Uh, let's see here. Who else did not show up? Oh yeah. CJ Abrams getting picked off of first base in the, I forget what ending it was that, that, that didn't, he did not show up for the team meeting. Um, hey, Hassan Kim, showed up. No, Dude, Hosmer Hosmer was probably late to the team meeting, but he might have shown up. Um, he just was late. How about uh Taylor Scott? Uh who? Taylor yeah. Scott? That yeah, guy. he did yeah. he didn't show up to the team meeting as well. Um, I don't think the Padres even knew who that was. I think they were wondering why are you here? You're not on this team. Um, so yeah, the team meeting didn't work today. It was another game of sloppiness, another game. Uh you can't they couldn't get a, hit, a big hit with runners in scoring position. And when they did, or at least they got runs. I mean, they had the bases loaded there, and they got two, run, two runs from walks. And then the next pitch, uh, Abrams swings at the first pitch. Like, what are we doing First here? pitch. First, first pitch. pitch. First pitch. Eight straight balls. Yeah, I'm going to swing. Let's swing. And we talked about this today on John and Jim. We're like, what's some of our sports pet peeves? And one of my sports pet peeves for baseball was kind of exactly almost what Abrams did today except he was a new batter. Like, if if it was 3-0 when he swung, I'd be like, what the, what the F are you doing? But yeah, that is another pet peeve. When two guys in front of you walk on on eight straight pitches, and then you swing at the first pitch, yeah, that's that's a no-go for me. So, I, I mean, dude, just a, like just another, another Coors Field special where the Padres can't win, and, you know, it's, it's the same story over and over again. Same story. Yeah. Uh, they had a three run lead twice, three run lead twice. I, I know that Joe Musgrove did not pitch amazing. It, it wasn't totally, you know, his night. Uh, this was the shortest outing of the year. 88 pitches didn't walk anyone. Uh, there were some points there where I kind of disagreed with the pitch selection, throwing fastballs uh, when the first two strikes, you know, were breaking balls. There was an at bat, I think uh, was the fifth inning or something. Uh, and after that, I mean, when the bullpen came in, that was when, let's say it was six, three, Chris Matt comes in, K didn't have it, but obviously my big issue was Bowmel putting in Taylor Scott earlier today, the Padres activate Adrian Morahone and you don't use him. Oh, oh, wait. Yeah, they did use him when it was a three run deficit, right? What are we doing here? Why is Taylor Scott pitching? When you got prospect people on Twitter saying 
oh, this isn't his fault because he's a mop-up guy. Okay, why is he pitching in a tie game then when you have Adrian Morahone, one of your best relievers, out there available? Right. It should have been totally reverse order. Scott should have been pitching when they're down three, not in a tie game. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, it, it, it didn't make any sense. I think that the bullpen is in such shambles right now that they, they no one has like a defined role. Even even in the closer spot, you're like, this is going to be shaky. So for whoever they are putting out there, it's like a, hey, man, I hope this works out, right? I hope this works out. And you're right. I don't I, I, I don't know the move. I don't understand the move. But again, it's like, who do they who else do they have? I know you I know you're talking about Adrian Morhone. But who who would say that that things wouldn't would have been different if they flip flops places or if Morhone was in there instead of Scott at that at that moment? Who knows? OK, but it's all about confidence. Like Taylor Scott has no place in that game. Like I get it's a seventh. It was seventh inning. Right. So maybe that's too early for Luis Garcia, but he hasn't thrown. He hadn't thrown since July 9th. Yeah. And they no, go to he... Taylor Scott. Before him, uh, they go to not... Adrian Morahone before him. Yeah, it was not good. All right, we Taylor got Scott two... ended up throwing 29 pitches in this game. 29 Why? too many. <laughs> 29 too many. Uh, all right, man, we got a bunch of supers here. Let's get to them. Uh, Jared, thank you for joining us tonight. Um, and by the way, half of the donations go to, to go to uh, Ben tonight because John Schaefer's a quitter. That's that's how it, that's how this works. So, John, sorry, buddy, you, you're you're shit out of luck on this one. Um, Jared says they throw eight straight balls, bases loaded, two outs. Why the f did CJ swing at the first pitch? Bad pitch and a pop up to, to end the inning. Yeah, we just talked about that. Like sports pet peeves, that's got to be up there with with a with a major pet peeve for baseball fans is seeing two guys in front of you walk and not just walk, but walk on eight straight pitches to load the bases and you swing at the first pitch that, that's thrown to you the next at bat. Like, are you kidding me? Like none of these guys are immune because they're young, right? This is, that was a mistake. I don't care if Abrams is a rookie. I don't care if he's 20 years old. That is a mistake. And he should know that going to, to, to the, he's not Manny Machado. He's not Fernando Tatis Jr. He's not Mike Trout. He's not Shohei. Like he doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't have that to where he can swing at the first pitch because he's done so much in his career. Know the situation, dude. Know that this pitcher on the mound is way off right now. And know that if even if the first pitch is down the middle, you take it. Because this guy is shaky. Now, if you take two straight pitches down the middle, then yeah, then we got a problem. But the first pitch to next at bat, by the way, it wasn't even a good pitch. It was like top of the zone. So like, I, I don't understand that. And this team continues to not hit with runners in scoring position. It has been a huge problem all year. And it just continues. Yeah. Um, I mean, like Crony and Mazzara, right? They showed up tonight. After that, I mean, like, I'll just go back to, you know, we talk about the walks, right? So they had those two walks there with the bases loaded. That's two runs. Then Hosmer hits a ground ball. Shocker. One of his hobbies. Hits a ground ball. <laughs> Brennan Rogers makes an error. That's yeah. another run. They gifted us three runs right there. They should not have even been in this game. Oh, and by the way, they choked away the game when they were allowed to be in this game. Like, it's just, there's no way that you could say that the Padres deserve to win this game based on the way that they played. Yeah. By the way, you're, you're, you're trying to come from my crown as the biggest Hosmer hater on social media. I see what you're doing over there. <laughs> I mean, my goodness. It's like, like, dude, I honestly, if Chris Matt did not move his head as fast as he did, he's he in concussion. Him. He's in concussion protocol right now because of Eric Cosmer. <laughs> like, yeah. like John sent me that video that you tweeted out and we were just laughing our ass off because Chris Matt looked behind him and Hosmer's throwing a fucking 97 mile hour fastball at this dude's head. That wasn't even a good throw. Oh, Nolan doesn't man. catch it. The, the play, the plate, the Rockies, like that should have been a run for the Rockies. That was a horrible call at the plate. And just, I kept rewatching and Chris Matt's like, oh shit. Like, dude, it was going so fast at his head. He could have killed him, dude. Um. <laughs> it was so bad. Hosmer had just no regard for Chris Matt. And if that ball. And then earlier Chris in the game, dude, ground ball to him and he just drops the ball. <laughs> he just dropped the ball, dude. But the Chris Matt throw, like 
I I'm glad nothing bad happened, but all I could see in my head is that the vid, a video of Eric Hosmer throwing it 100 miles an hour off of Chris Matt's head <laughs> and the ball just flying into the stands. Like, that's all I was picturing when I was watching that video. And thankfully it didn't happen, but it's funny to laugh at because it didn't happen. I was just like, oh my God, he almost killed him. He almost killed Chris Matt. Oh, dude, it was, it was ridiculous. When I tweeted it out, I was like, uh, maybe it's a stretch. I haven't seen the replay of the throw. And then I looked back at it. I'm like, no, this is pretty dang close. Dude, oh. it was so close. Chris Matt literally turned and the ball is like right by his face. It was so bad. Guys, we have to laugh from crying because this <laughs> this, this fucking team, dude, is we're going to lose our damn mind. Oh, my God. Matthew, thank you for the super chat. Uh, appreciate the, the super chat and appreciate you uh, following the channel as well. I'm emotionally unavailable after this, but wanted to stop by and support the channel. Have a good night, all. Thank you. Uh, we understand. <laughs> we know why. This team is very tough to watch lately, and it's very tough to watch just in general. Um, but yeah, it's... Uh, 5 and 12. <laughs> dude. <sighs> Last five, 17 games. 5 and 12? Oh my God. No, aren't, aren't they 6 and 13? Or are they 5 and 12? Well, six was 13's 19. Oh, God, I got it. Well, duh. <laughs> I'm not good at math. What's happening? Did you see the comment earlier? Like, this is weird. Jim's talking to his replacement. <laughs> I, was, I was like, what? Uh, thank you, Car Soap. Appreciate it. When you give up after Tatis trade deadline. <laughs> Just, hey, when do we give up, guys? I want to know so I can have the rest of my summer plans. Don't give up now. It's not over yet, but... It's not looking great. It's uh it's a situation where <laughs> weren't they weren't they seven? Oh my god. <laughs> give up. Literally people in the chat. Just when do I give up? When do I when do I stop? <laughs> Dude, oh my god. They were 17 games over 500 at one point. They're 10 games over 500. Yeah, it's not great. The Dodgers, uh, they were down 6 nothing and one tonight. How's that? Padres are up in the they, well, never mind. It's it was just bad. They were uh, up by a combined six runs. And they yeah, they still lost. So there we go. And they lost by four. That's that's a, not bad. Vector, thank you for the super chat. The silence around Tatis is so depressing. Yeah. Um. I don't know what to I, honestly. I don't know what to truly make of it, other than once again, you are just hearing things being pushed back and pushed back and pushed back and it's like oh you'll get an update tomorrow no update like oh he's gonna swing against air next week okay when's he gonna start hitting balls like this like let's go here and you see from dennis oh he'll be back probably in august kevin he'll be back in probably july end of july so there's so many so much misinformation, I feel like, going out there with these injuries, especially Tatis, who's the most important player in this franchise. And it's him and Tat him, Manny, and then Musgrove. Those are the three most important players in this franchise. And if you have no idea when Tatis is going to return, you know, with the way they're playing right now, it's this is when you start seeing fans truly, I feel like, not turning on Tatis, but it's coming back like, Oh, that motorcycle accident and him breaking his wrist. Like, oh, now I'm even more pissed at Tatis, you know? And I don't think that's truly fair, but I understand where they're coming from. Um, but again, I I don't know. I don't know what the update on Tatis is. I don't, I don't know when we're going to know. And we probably won't know until he's back in the lineup. Be like, oh, Tatis is back in the lineup. Great. We're surprised by this. No, I was in studio and we saw the video of him swinging. And I know. It's like, oh, he has. Uh. We're just looking off of uh, how he's feeling. It's not a. It's not based on the tests anymore. Right. Like, I, are I we know. surprised here? Like, no. I mean, they're not going to tell us anything. Nothing. They're not going to tell us anything. And you know, like I said, I think honestly, we'll know when Tatis is back when he's in the lineup. <laughs> like, as crazy and stupid as that sounds, I wouldn't be shocked if they're like, "Oh yeah, Tatis has been working out for the last three weeks, and we're activating him today." Like, oh, cool. That's cool. So, I don't know. All right, we're going to get back to your Super Chats. We got. I have to talk about Mark Nimitz, our, our title sponsor here. I got to pull up Mark Nimitz. Usually, John pulls it up. I got to do this now. John, 
quitter, loser. Anyway, Mark Nimitz, if you're shopping for auto, home, renters, or life insurance in San Diego, literally only one person here that you need to talk to and go to, and that's Mark Nimitz. Farmers Insurance, Mark, he can help you save $750 on your insurance. Just click the link below in the description. Go to Mark's website. He'll help you with all of your insurance needs, family insurance needs as well. Mark is your guy. All his information always is above now. Well, it's above, above my head, above my head right there. Phone number and email address mnimitz at farmersagent.com. That's mnimitz at farmersagent.com. I hope he's not in the chat tonight because if he was, I know he'd be very upset. So, Mark, I hope you're okay. I hope everything's all right. I hope you didn't watch tonight's game and I hope you had a peaceful, happy night because this was horrible. So, Mark. Hope you're okay, buddy. Uh, let's is get this back a to this. shot? Is this a shot right here? Johnny Pistolero having Ben on is like Ruiz playing center. What is that supposed to mean? Where is this? Oh, here we go. He's playing better than Grisham in center, dude. Hey, Ruiz had a good had Ruiz had a good night. He got a triple. Like he's a little bit of a, he's a spark plug. He's honestly like, yeah. We talked we talked a lot about what he did last <laughs> night and out at third. But I like what I've seen the first two games, minus that horrible horseshit play last night trying to steal third. Did you see the comment on Twitter? I forget who did it, but they were like, hey, it might have been Darnay. He was like, I'm glad that he tripled so that he didn't you know, try to steal third. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, that's um, the good news with that triple. But he's, he's, he's played well at the plate. He's been, he's been good at the plate. And then Grisham struck out. Yeah, I know that like when Tatis gets back, you're probably going to see an outfield of, I mean, well, pro far too, but I wouldn't mind a outfield of Tatis Ruiz and like Mazzara and then pro far or whatever. Yeah, I was, th I was thinking pro far Ruiz and uh, Mazzara if Tatis is at short. Right. If Tatis goes at short, Ruiz, pro far Mazzara in the outfield, I would take that. And we got, I mean, you got to see what Will brings back to the table, but I don't really have much trust in Will, honestly. One for, one for four tonight, I think. That's great. That's great. 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 And good like job. Elsinore. Yeah. Good job, everybody. One for four. Perfect. Uh, Jared, thanks for the super chat. Uh, gotta love Mazzara, though. Yeah. He's played really well. He has been a constant with his team, and he has been a guy that makes you say, Will Myers, who? Like, really? That's, that's what you want. It's not the ideal situation, but when a guy goes down in for injury, you want his replacement to step in and make it seem like, you know, who like you're not missing that guy as much. And that's what Mazar has done exactly with this team. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I've said it for weeks. I think he should be playing against lefties and righties. And finally, Bo Mel's putting him against lefties. Right. Uh, and it, it's still working. I know tonight was against a righty, but this guy, it seems like almost every time up, he's making hard contact. Yes. He's, he's, he's doing. He's doing a lot of things really well. And there's been like one blunder in the outfield. You probably will remember where he like lollygagged over to a ball and the guy took an extra base. But mm -hmm. other than that, you know, he did a great catch tonight. Like he's been really good for this team. It's crazy to say, man, where would this team be without Nomar Mazzara? <laughs> like, I'm, like, like what the, f what like those words, like that's the truth. And you're saying that, and you're thinking to yourself, holy shit, where would this team be without Norma Mazzara? Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, JDS third, thank you for the super chat. Uh, Bo Mel does not make sound decisions. No excuses. Um, Tonight, I can get on him. Tonight, I, I yeah. didn't agree with Taylor Scott. That's I just He, he I, should not be pitching in that game, or at I, that time in that game. Right. I think overall majority of the time I'm, I'm just, I'm riding with Bob Melvin. Yeah. I, I think how I look at it now is, you know, when he's, I won't say forced to go to Scott there in, in a tie game situation, but when his, one of his options is Scott to go there, I will look at AJ Preller, you know, because he's the one that gave Bob Melvin these pieces. So, he's looking at this, this chessboard and these pieces that he's had. And he's like, well, if these are my only options, I don't like, I'm, sh I'm shit out of luck. Like, what am I supposed to do? 
does he have any influence on bringing up Jose Castillo? Like, where is that guy? I mean, I don't. I, honestly, I don't know. I, I I do think there's probably a lot of not stay out of my way from Bob Melvin, but like let me just manage this team. You know, like like I'm just gonna manage this team. Just bring me the players, and he obviously will have input for sure. But I do think, unlike Jace Tingler, who him and Preller were joined at the hip, I do think Bob Melvin is trying to separate front office from clubhouse and especially the manager's office from Preller. Like, they do, they talk all the time. I'm assuming they do. Preller's a psycho. He'll text you at 3 in the morning, off, and he's drink like, drink, like, three macchiato coffee. Like, he's a crazy person. He'll talk to you whenever. But I do think that Bob Melvin um, is way different from Tingler in the sense that he is telling, he is like, get out of my way, Preller. Like, I'm the manager of this team. Like, let me do it. Just give me the players. And the players are not great, so that is a problem. But it's hard for me to go fully in and blame Bob Melvin for the guys he has. Because right, right now, like earlier tonight, going into the seventh inning, his options, because Hill and Chris Matt had already pitched. So you're looking at Morahone, Scott, Garcia, and Rogers. You know, Rogers isn't an option. Garcia, he probably wants to save. And so it's... Scott and Morahone. I think the the obvious decision is Morahone, but yeah, it's not a ton of options there. Not a ton. And that's where Bob Melvin is kind of shit out of luck. And he's looking at the options and he's like, do I do I bring in Morahone who just came off the IL or do I bring in the Scott guy who I mean, who the heck knows? So it's it's not a great situation that Bob Melvin at times is given. Like the lineup the other day on, I believe, where was it? Was it Sunday? It was like a, it's like a triple A lineup. Like what's Bob Melvin supposed to do there? You know, like what? You kidding me? How about uh, Friday when you had a uh, outfield of Matthew Batten, Trent Grisham and Jose Azokar, I think. Yeah. What, what is he supposed to, what's he supposed to do there? Is that Bob Melvin's fault? Really? It's Bob Melvin's fault that he's got to put those guys out there because Peller couldn't find any bats in the off season and he hasn't made any trades yet. Like, no, it's not. Um, Jared, I don't really know what this means, Jared. Thanks for the super chat, though. Appreciate it, buddy. Who is this guy wearing Manny's skin? I don't know. Huh? Not sure. Okay. Um, Jared, again, thank you. Did Seriously, you, bring on the. Did you see uh, Mud totally roast Eric Karos today during the broadcast? I yeah, posted dude. on Twitter. I, I, totally I, saw, I saw it live direct on TV, shot. and I'm like, I saw it live on TV and I didn't know who he was talking about. And I saw Eric Caro's uh, thing and uh, mud is probably like three seconds away from just blasting an F bomb on TV. Like you could <laughs> feel it come through the television where he is just ready to just drop so many F bombs on this team. Like his size after they do stupid shit. It's like, Oh dude, he is ready to blow up. And you know damn well he's just like, oh, fucker, I'm a fuck. Like, that's that's what I mean. He is ready to absolutely go ape shit on this team. And I don't blame him. I, I'd be I'd be the same way. I'd be the and same Don, way. Which, Don yeah. was like he was trying to relax him. Like, yeah, it's still we still got, you know, 90 games. We're 90 games in. Relax, relax. And it's, it's like, uh, no. It's hard to do that. It's hard to do that. Um, okay, hold on. I gotta get to the where am I at? All right. Do, do, do. I got one more here from Max. Thank you, Max. Appreciate the super chat, man. Uh, just a bad stretch, or are these the real Padres? It's a great question. And guess what? I'm stealing that for tomorrow's show. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I I don't I don't know, man. What do you think? Do you think this is just a bad stretch, or is this like, hey, this is the real Padres team? I mean, more more bad stretch than real Padres. We don't know, really. We haven't seen the complete Padres team. So it's hard for me to say, oh, this is the real Padres. Like, they can't beat the Rockies for some reason. Um, Musgrove, he didn't have it tonight, uh, you know, in that, what was the fourth or the fifth inning. Yeah. So it's we just don't really, we haven't seen the full Padres yet. Uh, and, yes, it is a bad stretch. Uh, if, John Sha if John's right, five and twelve in their last seventeen games, 
I mean, yeah, that's a bad stretch. So <laughs> you're right month. on that, Max. Uh, and yes, when Tatis, you know, Tatis coming back, we're still going to have the same team essentially. So yeah, you could say it's the real Padres, but we've also seen at some points this year where this team does score runs and it's not making these stupid errors and dropping balls in center field and running to third on a sack on a sack fly or a fly ball to left that shouldn't have yeah. been a sack or tried to be a sack fly. Hmm. And I know Hosmer's always messing up, but um, it's just, they've been playing cleaner baseball earlier in the year compared to now. So I feel like if they get back to that and Tatis, I'm not asking him to like be the saving grace, but you can't deny that this guy's a huge, huge part of this team. He's the best shortstop yeah. in baseball. Like, He's going to have a positive impact on this team. And you got to wait to see what Preller does, you know, at the deadline. So it, I don't know if it's the real Padres. It is a bad stretch, though. Yeah. I, I said this today on the radio uh, on John and Jim that they're just they're just getting worse. Like, I get your point. Like, every team has bad stretches throughout a season, right? You have, like, a weak stretch where you're like, that team's really bad. And then they're back to what they were. But it just feels like from the start of the season, when they started out really well, which they have done the last two years now, they have progressively got worse and worse by the month. And now you're seeing this month and you're like, this is becoming a tipping point for this season where you're like, yo, this team needs to turn around fast or you're going to be looking at a lot of teams in front of you in the postseason picture. And so I do feel like, yeah, you can argue that this is a bad stretch for this team. But I would I would say that if they were cons playing consistent baseball for this season instead of getting worse and worse and sloppier and sloppier. Like these losses are just becoming more sloppy and more sloppy. And you're they're just piling up the ways that they're losing and how they're losing. Not like crazy like crazy losses in the ninth inning or whatever but just the fact that they're just not scoring runs like at all no power in this lineup at all the pitching has carried this team and you've you see now when the pitching comes down to earth a little bit what this team looks like and this team looks like a 500 team at best when the pitching comes back to earth and not how they were for the first two months of the season so yeah you can argue it's a stretch but you can also argue that this was the real Padres as well. So I think both are right. You can make an argument for either or. It's just like, when's it going to stop? And if it's going to stop, like what's going to be the final, you know, thing that happens that either turns this team around in the right direction or never turns the team around and they continue to slide. So, yeah, I would say that the pitching we're not seeing the real Padres pitching right now. I would say yeah. the bullpen's more like real, I guess, than the starting rotation, if that makes sense. Uh, the offense, it's more real than the pitching, I think, of what we're seeing right now. Like the offense has been this pro this way this whole year. It's yeah. not just yeah, this isn't this isn't a situation where they they went a month and had like the most home runs in baseball. You know, right. like this has yeah. been this has been awful all season long. Jared, uh, he's like, I meant before the man doesn't look the same. Right. That that makes sense. I look, he had a good, you know, last two game two games last week back to back against the Giants, I believe it was. Hit back to hit home runs in back to back games. He had a home run the other night. So I, I don't think Manny's like and he had another hit tonight. I don't think he's like in a massive slump. He's just not as hot as he was earlier in the season, but he's still far and away the biggest threat and best hitter in this lineup. Yeah. Yeah. And um, I'm not worried about Manny to address yeah, no. that question uh, at all. Um, yeah. He said it to the media. It's just baseball. Um, you're going to go through ups. You're going to go through downs. You would like him to be hitting a home run every game, but that's just not realistic. Right. Uh, and it's kind of hard. I, I would think I've never played in the big leagues, but I would think it's hard. What? When you're yeah, what I would think it's hard if you're hitting third in the lineup and you don't have really any protection anywhere. Nomar Mazzara. That's not protection enough for you. I don't know. Don't, don't think so, Jim. No, no. Uh, oh, awesome. 
thank you for joining the channel, Jeremiah. Appreciate that. New channel member. Now you get access to all of our emojis and the uh, the the content that only members will see. <laughs> yeah, hi Don. Uh, so you can now use all the angry gym emojis now as a new member. Thank you, Jeremiah. I appreciate that. Uh, Sam, thank you for the super chat. Sam says, I truly believe Tatis will not play a game this season. Dude, if all right, he Dodger play, fan, all right. If he doesn't play a game this season, dude, I don't, I don't know, man. I, I'll lose my shit. How would that I'll lose my shit? How would that even happen? Like, so he's going to be air swinging, swinging against air, and he hurts his wrist? He has like, a setback. That's how is that going to happen not, again? That's how it doesn't happen. Or they were just lying us to the whole us the whole time, and, and this is actually like a six- to seven-month injury. Because, so all of this, I mean, he's looking good on defense. Like, I know swinging's a whole different thing, but, like, from what I've seen, I've seen him in person – uh, last Friday, I was there early for Padres BP. Like, he, he looks good from what we can see. Mm -hmm. Like, I just don't see how there's any scenario other than a, a stupid injury while he's coming back uh, that he doesn't play this year. Dude, if he doesn't play this year, they're not. No, that, that'd be a disaster. An absolute disaster. Uh, Jared, man, thank you for the super chats, man. Appreciate it. Snell has been our best pitcher as of late. I mean, kind of, yeah. It's He's been good. And is he pitching in Colorado or is he going to be pitch against Arizona? I think it's in Arizona. I think right? he's tomorrow. Is it tomorrow? I think. He pitched Friday. Yeah, so it'd be tomorrow because they're not they're not having a gore start because he's not in the bullpen. Martinez is hurt. So I think he's tomorrow, yeah. Great, in Colorado, perfect, yay. But he has been, he has been really good the last two starts. I mean, that's that's the Blake Snow you want. Is from the last two starts. Still won't get you a lot of innings, but he's been efficient and at times just flat out dominant. And though that's that's the Blake Snell you want. And shit, hopefully it shows up tomorrow, or else you've just lost three or four in Colorado. Yeah, and is Nick Martinez? Uh, I know on the broadcast they said he's good, but only one day of rest. Who? So if Snell goes four innings, five innings tomorrow, so how exactly are they getting through this game? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Garcia and Rogers will pitch tomorrow, I would think, but who else? Oh, shit. Well, Mackenzie Gore, but he pitched. He pitched Sunday. Well, yeah, he could pitch tomorrow then. It's a, th it's a side day for him. Yeah. He could pitch maybe an inning. I don't know. Yeah, they're screwed if the, they, they're screwed if Snell goes only like three and two thirds. Absolutely screwed. Snell, zero earned runs, three hits. And how many innings, Jared? Because <laughs> uh, that can happen in like the first three batters of the game. <laughs> three straight hits. Um, all right. I got to get to our buddy Omar, who is a new sponsor and joins the show here. Got to pull this up. Boom. There it is. Omar. Hold on. A lot of stuff happening behind the scenes here. Boom, boom, boom. All right, perfect. Omar, he's a new sponsor to our show at Edge Home Financing. Here's how he can help you guys with all your loan and mortgage needs. You can text him right now or scan the QR code at the top of the screen. His number right there on the screen, 619-387-7798. He's a local San Diegan. Whether you're looking to buy a dream home or refinance to consolidate your debt, Omar is your guy. If you're in the process of buying or refinancing, and would like a second opinion to make sure that you're getting the best deals possible. Again, text Omar, 619-387-7798. You can call him or text him for a free consolation. He is your realtor that you need to go to for any, if you're a realtor, excuse me, then Omar is looking for partners as well. He can help you with all of that. And he said, guess what? You can text me whenever. So, you can text him whenever you want. He will always get back to you. 619-387-7798. Omar is your guy. Um, all right. There we go. Boom. Let's get some more of these uh, comments here. Hold on. There's so many people in the chat. All right. Uh, do, do, do. All 
Joel, thank you for chiming in. We can't forget that the, his wrist is not the only thing Tate says to deal with his shoulder. Also, his injury prone. Hopefully, this time, uh, time off helps his shoulder. Uh, dude, I, yeah, every like, do you feel that whenever you see him play or walking or doing any types of activities, you're just like cringing, hoping that he doesn't hurt himself? Because I kind of feel like we're, I'm at that point, like. I just have to get over it. But I, when he gets back, every single movement he makes, is going to be like, ooh, hope you're okay. Whenever he dives, yeah. I think, like, from what I've seen, whenever I'm watching him, like, I feel like I just forget about that stuff and just try to watch, you know, him as the baseball player or whatever baseball activity he's doing. But, yeah, it's – look, he's had shoulder subluxations, feels like, every week last year. That's It's like the shoulders – just torn it feels like and mm -hmm. yeah that's going to be a concern uh but for me like once he comes back maybe it's too high of expectations but i'm just expecting him to be the fernando that we've seen uh i don't think he's gonna change the way he plays and you just gotta hope that he doesn't get hurt really you just go into it give your full effort if he gets hurt then he gets hurt i mean yeah really like, all like, i can say like you know, we, we, me and John, who, by the way, is soft tonight and quit on this team and quit on the wrap up show. He quit on all of you tonight. So Ben had to take his place um, because Ben's not a quitter and John Schaefer is a quitter. Um, so put in the chat, John's a quitter right now. Um, the thing with, with Tatis, and we talked about, me and John talked about it last year, like you just got to let Tatis be Tatis. You know, they told him he couldn't slide head first. Uh, after he come back, came back from like his third subluxation, you know, he, they told, they put him in the outfield. Uh, they told him he couldn't like, you know, he had to slide feet first. You can't steal bases. Can't do this. Can't like, you just got to let Tatis be Tatis. And you're right. If he gets hurt, he gets hurt. But it's sometimes when you are guarding yourself from injury, that's when you get hurt as well. And that's when honestly people get hurt the most is when they're thinking about it, or at least if they're told not to do something that they normally do and they do something out of character, you know, like, Hey, hey Tatis don't dive for a ball up the middle. And if Tatis doesn't dive instead, he tries to reach out and grab for it. Oh, I just strained my hamstring. Oh, I just pulled my oblique. Like, Oh, I just, you know, whatever the case may be instead of doing what he has been doing his entire life, which is go head first, die for that baseball. And now he's doing something completely different. So like when he gets back, if he, whenever he gets back, we have no fucking clue when this guy's going to get back. No one does. But when he does, you just got to let him be in Tatis. You just got to let him be Tatis. And whatever happens, happens. Whatever happens, happens. Yeah, that's the only way you're going to get, you're going to maximize what he can bring to the team, right? Right. Like, yeah, Rich, let him play. Just let him play. Um. Oh, John's mom is not soft. I don't, I don't think that's very nice, but I'm not not putting it on the screen right now. Um, John is soft. Yes, John is very soft. Yep. John's a quitter. Absolutely. John is a big quitter. John is watching Otani right now. Yeah. Dude, Otani, imagine if the Padres had Otani. You think they'd be better? A little bit. A little bit. John would hate it, but they'd be better. Um, let's see here. Yep, John is the John is the new Jim. <laughs> yeah, he is. He is the quitter tonight on everybody here. Everyone's like, "Oh, Jim always Jim always quits on John. Jim never does the show without John." Blah blah blah. Guess what? I'm here. Suck it. Um, it's crazy how this is now a thing. Like they need Profar back. <laughs> like, yeah, imagine imagine us saying that at the beginning of the year where we were like. Oh dang! Maybe they could have got Tommy Pham as an upgrade over Profar. Now it's like we need Profar. <laughs> like, where's Profar? Like, we need Profar now. And I like Ruiz, and I hope when Profar gets back, Ruiz stays with the team. And I like. Here's a question: What do you do with What do you do with Trent Grisham? What are you doing with Trent Grisham right now? Put him on the bench. Put him on the bench. You don't send him down. No, I don't. I don't know what sending him down does, like getting him regular at bats. I mean, he's been in the big leagues for like three years now. Like, what does that really do? Um, sending him, uh, like, putting him on the bench, like you could still use him 
in some situation. I don't know what situations it would be. Like I feel like Ruiz, they pulled they pulled Ruiz up here to have him play every day. Mm-hmm. And so if that's gonna happen, especially when Profar comes, like right now the Padres can get by with saying, "Hey, we'll play Grisham because uh, we don't want Azokar out there." But when Profar comes back, I think Azokar should be sent down one, uh, and you play Ruiz because. Now you're wasting his at-bats that could be in AAA if you're just sitting him on the bench. And I think you know, like, Ruiz has been so hot this year, and he has done well at the plate the last two games. Like, I would just let it ride and see what he has because he can be a spark for this team. I, I, I Like like Trent was in 2020. Right. And I, I think that uh, Ruiz at this – like, it's crazy to say – Ruiz brings more to the table than Trent Grisham. Like I have, I have literally more trust after only just two games that in Estuary Ruiz than I do in Trent Grisham. Like think about here. That. Here's what Grisham's role can be: come off the bench and bunt. But he's not even like he's a good bunter, but sometimes he is not great. Oh, cool. Hey, you're the designated bunter. <laughs> like that's a that's not a good role to have, and that's another wasted spot on this team. Are they not already wasting a few spots? Oh, you know that, Ben. They waste a lot of spots. Um, I'm not sure how to say this name. Sochi, I think. Oh, perfect. Sochi. That's that that's not the first thing I thought of. <laughs> um, but Sochi, we're calling you Sochi. Uh says Tatis, Corona with Machado, Voigt, Hosmer, Alfaro, Mazara, Myers, Profar. Uh, we'll be fine. Just chill out, y'all. Our starting pitching is why we're good right now. Hey. If you want, hey, it's fine. I mean, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna crown, I'm not gonna douse anybody for having some faith. I'm just telling you how I feel. Ben's telling you how he feels. I don't feel that way, but I'm glad there's, you know, optimism out there at least for this team instead of just everybody hating it, which it feels like everyone does right now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not buying any lineup that has Hosmer in it, but that's just me. I, I know it. Well, that's we'll get used to it because Hosmer is going to be here for your entire adult life, pretty much. Um, <laughs> is Ben shoving John or Jim in the locker? He is shoving John in the locker because John is weak. John is a weakling, and he would one thousand percent just take it. So that's what happens. And don't even say anything else, Ben. That's what I'm, I'm going with. You can't. You can't say anything else. Um. Why should we support a bad team? Because you're you're a fan of the Padres. Don't the support Padres. them then. Bye. Yeah, like every when a team doesn't do well and you shit on them, are you a hater? Like, no, you're just kind of more. You're like a realist. And there's there's plenty of types of fans out there. There's realist fans. There's fans that just troll the troll all the time, even when they win. Uh, there's fans that are the ultimate optimists who doesn't matter if they lose 10 in a row, they're still their team, and that's great. Like, there's all three fans out there, but the thing with all three of those fans is they all support the team. So whatever fan you are, that's fine. Like, go for it. Go all in. That's If that if that's what makes you the most happy or the most comfortable, do that. But, you know, to say don't support them, like, I don't, I don't think if you looked at fans that, the, the realist or fans is to troll the troll or fans that are the ultimate optimist, all three of those types, they all support this team. That's, that's why you should support this team is because you, you love the Padres regardless of how you, how you act towards them. And they're your baseball team. Like that's why you should support them. And when they win, if they ever win, it's a big if, but if they ever win, then you, everybody can become just happy, right? That's the ultimate goal is just to be happy regardless of what type of fan you are. Because if they win a championship, I guarantee you the trolls that just to troll and the guy, the people that are just mad all the time for shit, like they can't find anything to troll and they can't find anything to be mad about. Because guess what? You just want a fucking World Series. Yeah. Did, did we not see the, you know, all the parades and all that that happened in 2020 that people make fun of or Dodger fans want to make fun of? Like, right. we just want to win. Is that, right. is that too much to ask? Like, we're supporting a bad team. Okay, one, I was born in San Diego, so it's one of those things. Like, if you're born here, like, your family has season tickets. Like, that's just who you are. Like, mm-hmm. you're not you're not being born and you're like, 
I'm going to support the Padres. Some people are. Because they're a bad team. No. It's just like the jerseys, way though, man. That's why I it's support. The way, it's the way that you grew up, and this is just what happens. You, you're a Padre fan. If you don't want to be a Padre fan, feel free. Go be a Dodger fan. Go do whatever you want. But the real ones are going to stick with it. We're supporting a bad team because it's our team. Mm-hmm. And the Padres aren't a bad – I still don't think the Padres – are a bad team. They're 10 games over 500 without their best player. Yeah, they suck right now. It feels like they suck right now. Really bad. But yeah. they're not a bad team. You want to go see a bad team? Go watch the Pittsburgh Pirates. And go to Washington, even though Juan Soto is pretty fun to watch. But other than that, yeah, go watch Go watch the Marlins when Alcantara's not pitching. Like, the, the Marlins okay, but you get the point. Go watch the Reds. Go watch one of those teams. Uh, Joshua, thank you for the super chat. Hey guys, was at the game this evening was pretty disappointed in the bullpen. Uh, seemed like it was batting practice for the Rockies. Yeah. The bullpen has been trash. Like I know the offense, Ben is obviously like the number one priority at the trade deadline, but for you, how important is it that Preller at least finds a bullpen piece or two? I think you'll find one. I think that's important, but it's one of those things where it's, it's, really complicated and I, I'm glad I'm not in his spot because you have so many guys that are coming back that can impact the team. You just don't know how much they're going to impact the team. Like we don't know if Drew Pomerantz is going to come back, have two crap outings and then get hurt again. Like we don't know if Jose Castillo, whenever they want to bring him up, I have no idea when, but feels like he's ready. Whenever they want to bring him up, we don't know if he's going to be bad. Like, mm-hmm. You just don't know, so it's hard to it's hard to say. Let's go get two relievers. Okay, well, what if Pomerantz and Castillo come back, or Pomerantz and Johnson come back, and they're really good? Well, maybe you could have spent some of that money on the offense. Like, you, it's just hard. You know, you just don't know. Like the other day, uh, I think I either asked Darren or I asked John. I said, if this team didn't have Drew Pomerantz, Eric Hosmer. Will Myers, Hassan Kim, um, and Denelson Lamette. Mm-hmm. Would they have the same record or close to the same record they have now? Pretty much, yeah. So those five guys who are making a combined this year, see 20, 40, about 50, around like $60 million combined are doing nothing for your team. They're not helping you win. Like, think about that. Preller has put in close to 60 to $70 million in five players on a 26-man roster. I know Lamette's down in the minors, but still he's being paid $5 million this year. Five guys on a 26-man roster that are doing nothing to help your team win. Now, sometimes, like, Hosmer has a hit here and there, whatever. But overall, they're not they're they're hurting you more than helping you. And a couple of those guys aren't even playing. So you think if you had all that money, you could have gone out and maybe gotten an outfielder or go out and make a big time trade to bring in some money. Or I don't know, give Joe Musgrove a fucking contract extension. Like you think those things could have happened by now if you didn't have those five guys on the roster that was all Preller doing, by the way. Preller's the one that went out and gave Hassan Kim a four-year $28 million contract. Preller's the one that went out and gave uh, Drew Pomeranz a 30-plus million dollar contract, $144 million to Hosmer. 20 plus million dollars a year, 80 million dollars overall to Will Myers, five million dollars for a broken Lamette. Like, you know, it is mind blowing to me sometimes to think about how everybody thinks that Preller can save the day when you look at some of the moves he's made that he's signed and you're like, oh, but he did this to himself, you know? Yeah, and yeah, I totally see what you're saying there. It's, it's frustrating, of course. Um, but, but like, it's one of those things where you know that Peter Seidler has probably too much faith in AJ. So I'm kind of sitting here. It's like, well, my only option is to have faith in the guy because he's going to be here. Yeah. You know, like, well, you just also- got to see what he does at the trade deadline and he makes moves. He's not afraid to make moves, right? Like sometimes it's the wrong moves, but you just, I guess you just got to hope that it's the right moves because he's going to be here. That's just the way it's going to be. Right. Uh, thank you, Pat, for the super chat. Can we start booing Hosmer? Start. 
Uh, New York and Philly fans do it, and they're good. We got to expect better from these guys. I think, yeah, they're talking about, I think, fans at Petco. Like, whenever he's introduced, like Hosmer, there's still a lot of cheers. It's yeah. Like, I, I don't I don't condone, like, the booing, but if, if I mean, you're a fan. You can do what you want. As long as you don't say anything degrading or, like, over the line to some player, like, you can boo. That's 100% in a the guideline of being a fan. You know, like, if you go out there and, you know, talk about Hosmer's wife and yell it at him and, and or whatever it is, or his, his unborn child. And he hears it like that's over the line and you got to You got to go. But if Hosmer grounds out to second for the 12th time in a row and you boo because you expect more out of the baseball player, Eric Hosmer, then that's your right. Like you have that right to do that. So I, I don't know if you can, I don't know if it's like, yes, I'm not going to say yes. Start booing Eric Hosmer and Trent Grisham. Like do what you want to do but don't cross that line. Uh, yeah, totally agree. I think just keep high, keep holding them to expectations because they're starting or they're supposed to be starting on this team. They're making money, making millions of dollars. And we had, or at least the Padres, when they got them, they had higher expectations for those guys than what they're producing. So mm -hmm. I think we need to hold them to those standards. And when they're not, playing up to that level yeah you don't make it personal but you get on him i'm sorry you can get on him right and uh let's see here where is it i think rich said it here yeah i don't like booing my guys but i will boo a boo a bonehead play like if a guy makes an error like yeah come on we're supposed to cheer what are we doing here um all right i need to get to aura real quickly here um, hold on, pull it up. All right, pull that up. All right, perfect. So Aura, we talk about them all the time. Aura, natural supplement, plant-based nutrition company, has everything you need to live a healthy lifestyle. It has probiotics, proteins, omega-3 oils, uh, pre-workouts, uh, post-workout protein powder, everything you need. To live a healthy lifestyle. Will, their co-founder, born and raised here in San Diego, went out with Will last week to a lunch. Uh, again, thank you, Will. Appreciate you uh, for that lunch. Uh, Will's a huge Paz Rays fan. So you need to go to Aura right now. You get 30% off your first order. That's Aura.organic. When you click on that, take the quiz button there. That's ORA.organic. You take that quiz right now. You'll get 30% off your first order. Trust me. The, the stuff they have there, it's all vegan. It's all uh, organic. The protein powder that I take, the pre-workout that I take, the raspberry lemonade flavor, that's the only thing I take now. You'll take it and you won't get jitters. You won't get a, a giant crash after like most pre-workouts uh, pre give you. So it's highly, highly, highly recommended. Go there right now. That's Aura.Organic. When you take the quiz, you'll get 30% off the first order. You will definitely thank us later. Um, all right, a couple more here before we we bounce out because we're rolling up against an hour right now. Um, again, if you're just joining us, thank you. Subscribe, hit the like button. John Soft, he quit tonight. I had to bring Ben in. Uh, Brent, Ben's the ultimate pinch hitter, and uh, John is soft. So if you're just joining us, put in the chat, uh, John sucks right now. John sucks. Sorry, that's how it works. Um, anything else you want to get to tonight, Ben? I mean, tomorrow you got an afternoon game. I, you know, Snell on the mound. The team meeting didn't work today. Uh, still playing sloppy baseball. I, I feel like on Monday, if you told me the team would go four and three to end the first half, I would take it. Uh, that means probably got to win tomorrow or, or else you got to sweep Arizona at home uh, to finish off the first half, at least 12 games over 500, um, which is at this point now feels very tough. Yeah, uh, today the Padres pitching staff combined to walk one guy. Yeah. So they left a lot of pitches over the middle of the plate, um, pitching to some guys that they shouldn't be, or at least giving really good pitches to some guys they shouldn't be. Uh, of course, C.J. Crone pinch hits today uh, and delivers that single. Um, and it, the offense, 
you know, you talk about your concerns about finishing off, you know, this stretch before the all-star break. Mm-hmm. Offense isn't changing. Fernando's not coming back. Uh, I would think that it wouldn't be smart to have Profar play the next series. Uh, so you're dealing with the same group of guys. I trust three guys, maybe four some nights in this lineup right now. Crony, Manny, and Mazzara. And then sometimes, I guess, Alfaro. But, like, other than that, what what are we doing? Uh, don't know why Grisham was really leading off today. Hassan Kim was working yesterday, and they decided to put him lower in the order. Uh, it just... I go back to Taylor Scott. Don't know if he'll be sent down tomorrow for Reese Kinnear again, or what are okay. they doing there? Uh, just going up and down, up and down. We're going to see Lamette again, maybe. Uh, but yeah, it's just bad stretch. I think this is still a good team. I'm going to keep saying that, uh, at least until we see what this team looks like with Tatis back. Yeah, you know, I know it's not the NBA, but look, you go to any team around the league, you get, you take Mookie Betts away from the Dodgers, you take away Trout away from the Angels, you take away. Or Tani away from the Angels. I know the Angels suck still, but like they're not the team. They're not the same team. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just not right to be saying this is a bad team when we haven't seen them fully healthy with their best player. Right. But I do think this is a team with way too many holes for the amount of money it's being paid. Like a $230 million payroll with these many holes. And it's not like every guy is injured. You are dealing with injuries, but the guys that are injured, they're not like, you know, uh, Aaron Judge and Mike Trout. Like, one guy's injured that Tatis? is like that. Tatis, there's one guy. But you're okay. your left fielder, Profar, okay. Your right fielder, uh, Myers. Like, Pomeranz, is he like uh, a role as Chapman, you know? Better than Chapman this year when he's healthy, Pomeranz, yeah. Well, Pomeranz hasn't pitched yet, so we have no idea if he's going to even be that that guy. <laughs> okay and then <laughs> jose castillo i mean oh yeah the great jose know. castillo can we see can we see him come up i i want to see him come up but I, who knows they just probably they just don't they just don't want to they just don't want to bring him up for whatever reason but i don't i don't think that the season's going to hinge on if jose castillo is being brought to the roster or not no i'm not i'm not saying that i'm saying a combination of them right okay so those two guys are just are going to be the saviors in the bullpen. If they pitch well, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. And maybe another reliever. Yeah. And by the way, if you think that the Orioles are just going to, like, sell off half their roster, yeah, think again. Like, they're not. Because they're now over 500, and they've won 10 in a row, and they're well in the in the, in the the race for the playoffs. I so, still would, but... Well... You know, 2022 they, World Series champion, the Baltimore Orioles. No, that's not happening. I will get I will get a tattoo of John is the greatest person ever on my forehead if that happens. <laughs> so that's not happening. Um, all right. Let's see here. Anything else? Anything else we got tonight? Um, I know a lot of people. I thought, hold on. Something was funny here. It was like. It was like, uh, hold on. Where is it? <laughs> I said, I said, yeah, put John sucks in the chat. And it was like, Jim needs help. John goes solo. Jim is soft. So I backfired there. It backfired. Everyone says I suck now instead of John. So perfect. Um, all right, man. Ben. Everybody, everybody put clap emojis in the in the chat for Ben Fadden here for joining me tonight. Appreciate that. Ben, I know you have your own channel. Just shout it out. Where can we find you? Where can people follow you? Where can people subscribe to you? uh tell tell everybody right now uh watching yeah so talking friars on youtube just on the very app that you're in just look up talking friars subscribe there almost to a thousand subscribers uh put out daily pregame shows postgame reactions series reactions interviews just put an interview out today uh, i've had on a bunch of former padres andy ashby clayton richard adam rosales Whoa. tyson ross Big uh, time over there. a lot um <laughs> I'm looking to get on a pretty big guest in the next couple weeks, uh, but don't want to say his name in case he doesn't come on. Um, I've talked I, when I go to games, I try to talk in person with people that I see. So Preller, 
uh, which he lied to me to my face, but whatever. Um, Rich, in your comment in the comments there, I sit in 30, uh, 309, I believe, above the Coca Cola sign. Um, yeah, so I've half season tickets at Talking Friars on Twitter for the game highlights and the lowlights. There's been a lot of lowlights as of late. Uh, bullpen usage charts, a lot of stuff. Instagram, TikTok as well. Uh, I'm just here for Padres fans, just like John and Jim are. So I appreciate everyone's support. Do you have like a job or a life or is it just all Padres? Because that would be awesome. Uh, I mean, if uh, John say keeps no. being say soft, no. if, if John keeps being soft, I might have a uh, job. You might um, have a job soon. Yeah, you might have a job soon. But yeah, no, you... I, I, I mean, I'm sponsored by Gaglion Bros, the cheesesteak. Uh, all place is good yeah um but no not making a ton of money uh going to school right now perfect but yeah so anything helps there we go all right guys uh thank you for joining us tonight shout out mark nimitz shout out aura shout out omar make sure you follow this channel subscribe hit that like button we will see you next time i guess with john schaefer i guess if he hasn't like literally punched holes through the wall and breaking all his fingers because he's so mad at this team. So again, until then we'll see you next time tomorrow, three to six, John and Jim on the, uh, on extra 1316, the iHeartRadio radio app. See you guys later. Peace.